Welcome to the Evangelizing Catholic Culture Podcast Show with your host, Father David Tickerhoof, T-O-R. Father David is a retired priest currently ministering in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Our Lady Queen of Peace House of Evangelization. You can find the show notes for each episode on the podcast website, evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. The teachings in this podcast are the thoughts and prayers of Father Tickerhoof and are based upon his good standing in the Catholic Church. And now, here's your host, Father David. You can find the show notes to Episode 2 at evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. Look for the topic, Living in the Grace of the Present Moment. Good afternoon to everyone. This is Father David, and I'm going to reflect some things on living in the grace of the present moment. Last year, I was living in St. Petersburg and assisting the chaplain corps at Bayfront Trauma Hospital. The Catholic chaplain on the corps shared a talk she gave to graduating physician assistants. She spoke with them about how important it was to live in the present. In the process of her speech, she said something to this effect. If you live your life in the past, you will never be able to live fully in the present. And if you live your life primarily in the future, you will not be able to fully live in the present. She apparently suggested to them that they should try to live fully in the present. Of course, we need to receive wisdom about the past, and we need to reasonably plan for the future. But she encouraged them to live a balanced life fully in the present and give special attention to live in the grace of the present moment. I am sure that at some time we've met individuals who are always looking to the past, proclaiming how good it was in the past, usually preoccupied about their life, events, and experiences of the past. Sometimes, a fearful rigidity can emerge that betrays in that person a great deal of insecurity. Then on the other side of things, we can run into individuals who are always saying what they are going to achieve in the future. We may be a little uneasy with their preoccupation about the future because we sense a dissociation from living fully in the present and have an awareness that many of the things they may be planning, thinking about in the future, surprisingly may not really happen. The grace which the Lord gives to us to respond to him and live our life primarily comes to us in the present moment. A good reason for this is that God gives us the power and ability to respond to him and to the responsibilities of life exclusively in the general context of the present moment. This is naturally and supernaturally the way he created us as human beings. Love, as the hallmark of life, reveals itself in the human activity of the present moment. We can communicate about the past and the future, but we actually live engaged in the present moment. Therefore, if God gives the abundance of his grace in the present ambient of the present moment of our lives, then we want to be very attentive to that reality. 
in view of the fact that God's will for my life is revealed in that context. One of the main goals for personal salvation is the knowledge of God's will in all things and generously and gratefully living that out to the best of our ability. Surely we want to try and please the Lord in all things. In view of the above reflection, may we look more closely at the notion of listening to and hearing the voice of the Lord. What does it mean to listen to the voice of the Lord? God speaks to us all the time through sacred scripture, liturgy, people, circumstances, events, and in other ways. Some would say, when you do all the things that Catholics do and follow all the teachings of the church, then you will know what the voice of God is all about. These things do communicate God's voice to us. However, there is much more to personally and literally hearing God's voice in our daily lives. I am aware of the cautions which St. John of the Cross and Ruth Burroughs, a Carmelite sister, present in their writings in regard to special spiritual favors and the practice of the spiritual gifts. When situations involve immaturity, superficiality, or initial spiritual experience, individually or culturally, there can be a problem. However, this does not justify throwing out the baby with the bathwater. The real question is, if you do not know how to listen to the Lord, to hear the word of the Lord and discern it, or the voice of God, why not? There is nothing to be ashamed of, but many well-intentioned and serious Christians do not know how to listen to the Lord. It is very clear that it is God's merciful intention to intimately speak to every baptized disciple of Christ. It is important to know how to maturely hear and listen to the voice of the Lord. What I mean is God speaking to us personally, literally, and clearly. To hear the voice of the Lord is a natural and supernatural experience, which is important to appreciate and understand for the sake of personal holiness and other reasons as well, such as good discernment, good communication with others, a fruitful prayer time, to know and experience his personal love, to know his will, to receive guidance and direction, etc., etc. So then, how should we personally try to grasp this notion, especially in our personal lives, in our pastoral ministry and Christian service? The context within which we grow and mature in the practice of listening to the Lord is reading the revealed word of God, the scriptures, and the inspired teaching of the church. The dynamics of knowing how to listen to the Lord's word need to be practically taught to individuals. I suppose, really, 
we need a seminar on the podcast, uh, for example, so that the practical elements of learning how to follow inspirations from the Lord in our minds and know how to receive his word in our heart can really get fleshed out and worked on. We have been naturally created by God to learn how to do this. We have been gifted by our baptism in water. We can easily learn how to identify the presence and movements of God in our souls. Know the awareness of the presence and grace in our interior life. God is spirit, and Jesus, the glorified Lord, relates to us in our spirit through his active presence and through the insights, inspirations, and power of the Holy Spirit. This experience of grace in us is humanly intelligible, though a mystery it may be. What a joy it is to understand that we can practically know the Lord and his active presence in our hearts, in our lives, in our relationships, and thus experience communication with the Lord. The great news is that the Lord created us with exterior and interior receptors to be able to receive and understand the movements of the Holy Spirit in our communication with the divine. For example, if we are walking down the street by ourselves, we should not be surprised to realize we are talking to ourselves about many things. Now, this is the same interior faculty in which the Holy Spirit is able to infuse and inform and form words inside us by the action or work of the Spirit when we give prayerful attention to this reality and this experience. The saints experience this reality frequently And the church identifies this mode of communications as locutions, locutions. It is important to know what the Lord's methods of communication are. We can also receive direct revelation in our understanding, as well in many aspects of communication by the Lord through various forms of inspiration including the circumstances of our life, and yes, sometimes even in our dreams. Of course, any communication from the Lord needs to be tested and discerned. St. John tells us to test every spirit. It is not easy to become good at discerning the word of the Lord. We need to relax and be patient with ourselves, and realize that it's okay to make mistakes. A good sense of humor goes a long way. We always need to ask ourselves the question, is what I believe to be the word of the Lord coming from the Lord, my, or my unredeemed part of me, or for a from a deception by Satan. It's important for us to know how to use the spiritual gift of discernment and the gift of discernment of spirits. 
These are spiritual gifts that we should pray for and expect that God will give us in our life circumstances. You know, the devil is kind of tricky, and he's good at mimicking the various communication gifts of the Spirit. However, when we pray and when we discern and we open our heart gently and humbly to the Lord, the Lord gives us insight, inspiration, and, and power to know, to know in our spirit whether things are coming from the evil one, whether they're coming from the Lord, whether they're coming from our own flesh that still is affected by selfishness. As you know, St. Paul reminds the Corinthians that Satan presents himself as an angel of light. It takes a great deal of humility and practice to mature in hearing the word of the Lord and to know when and how to act on it in a manner and in a discerning way that is pleasing to the Lord and helpful to ourselves personally or our brothers and sisters. This is the main point. The divine human interplay in us in grace through the spiritual activity of conversation, communication, and communion with the Lord is what we mean by hearing the word of the Lord and listening to it as he speaks to us, giving us various forms of guidance and direction in a given situation. The obvious question would be, how do we make this happen? Is there some kind of a button we make, we push that will make this happen? And in an attempt to make a response to this question, I will only mention briefly as we come to conclusion a few things about this wonderful possibility. The first and probably the most fundamental point is that the Lord in his great love and mercy for us created us naturally for interaction and communication with him out of love. An involved and mature communication with God in our life and ministry presupposes that we walk closely with him in all the moments of our daily life, especially in our personal prayer time. Praying always is one of the ways of expressing this reality. Mary, the mother of Jesus, is identified in spiritual writings as the attentive virgin who is always open and receptive to divine communication. Depending on the situation sometimes, the Lord takes the initiative and speaks with us and gets our attention. And then sometimes we, turning to him, placing ourselves in his presence, humbling ourselves and praying for grace, we are able to do that ourselves, and God opens the door and begins to speak with us as friends in a very personal and intimate way. The door to this relationship is a life of prayer. This process is enhanced by an active life in the Holy Spirit and a practical ability to use the gifts of the Holy Spirit 
which pertain to what is going on in a given moment or situation, particularly in personal prayer or the context of a ministry association. Let us, in conclusion, be thankful to the Lord that he loves us and he wants to communicate with us far more than we want to communicate with him. And he desires in every way to be with us and walk with us through the difficult situations of life, through the joys and sorrows. He wants us to come into a deeper union so in union with him we can do the ministry he calls us to and work to help our brothers and sisters and above all, to give great glory and love to our Father who pours out his mercy upon us in his Son Jesus through the Holy Spirit. Let us take a moment now and pray and thanks God. Thank God for his blessing of speaking with us and walking with us in the path of life. Dear Father, we come before you as your your children, brothers and sisters of Jesus, filled with the Spirit of God, the love that you pour out to your Son, the love your Son gives to you. This love in our hearts enables us to know you, to love you, to serve you, to be able to embrace the cross, the power of the cross, and the joy of the peace of the resurrection and the presence and activity of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so we thank you in humble gratitude for all that you have done for us as you pour out your grace in this time of the church's grace of renewal. And we pray this prayer with humble confidence and joy of spirit in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. The opinions on this broadcast are those of Father Tickerhoof. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and please share this podcast with a friend. And to contact Father David, email him at frdavidjt at gmail.com. And be sure to leave Father a star rating on any podcast app. You can find more information about Father David on evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com.